Hello and welcome back to Small Talk. We've got another great episode ahead as we speak with some national champions from Mary Harden Baylor. I'm your host, Katie Mucci. Each week on this show, we highlight the past and present of Division Three, with both current and former student athletes joining to talk about their experiences, their favorite on-campus spots, the craziest road trip stories, and more. This week, we're chatting with Zaran Hill, a junior on the UMHB football team, and Jack Johnson, the team's defensive coordinator. The two talk about the program's first class style, what it was like to be a part of the program's inaugural team, why they chose Division Three, and more. Thanks for joining this week. Now it's time for some small talk. Hi, I'm Grant Hill, current football player at the University of Mary Ryan Baylor. My name is Jack Johnson. I'm a former football player at Mary Harden Baylor and current coach. Well, thank you guys for joining us this week. Um, first, we're going to start out with some on-campus information. Um, so, Duran, talk about where you and your teammates are hanging out on campus. Is there a quad or there restaurants or anything locally that you guys like to hang out? And then, Coach, if you want to follow that up, and um, say, are those the same places you and your teammates hung out? Are there different ones that aren't around anymore? Um, talk about that. Usually we hang out at Bauckham, which has like the Chick-fil-A, the dining hall, the Starbucks. I mean, it has three levels. So we always hang out, you know, get some food, do some homework, just talk and just hang out. Yeah, when I was in school, Bauckham wasn't there. The hangout spot was called the sub. Um, now it's the the CAE, the um, the Center for Academic Excellence, but when I was in school, it was called the Sub. Had a little hangout area downstairs with the dining hall and all that. So that's where we were. Okay. And were there any um, off campus, there any like local restaurants that maybe are just kind of staples in, in the Belton area? Yeah, there's uh, plenty of places downtown. Always, you know, Texas, you're going to get good Mexican food and good barbecue. So there's a couple. Barbecue restaurants downtown, uh, Shaw's and Miller's. There's a couple of uh, Mexican food places, um, Alisco's and, you know, several other places. But um, there's always good eating down there. Yeah. And were those were those around when you were a student athlete or are those kind of newer for you? Yeah. Jalisco's was there um, and, and one of the barbecue places were there. Jalisco's was kind of your, your your Sunday morning uh go to and uh if you got if you ever had enough money you'd go to the barbecue spot but uh Jalisco's was definitely the go-to okay now I know where to go next time I'm in town <laughs> um now thinking about traveling so you guys although d3 a lot of times play a regional schedule I know with your football program you guys do travel a bit more to get some of those top tier games so um coach I'll have you start this one I don't know if that was the same situation when you were playing but were you guys, you know, hopping in big buses? Were they putting you in a bunch of vans? Um, are you flying anywhere? What's the travel situation like? Yeah, it kind of depends on what we're playing. Um, you know, in the infancy of the program, like you said, it was a lot of regional games. So we were jumping on two or three charter buses and and going to where we needed to. Um, kind of in the early to mid-2000s, we started flying um, to Oregon and Wisconsin and, and different places to play games. and. Um, but yeah, we, we try to do things first class here with our guys. We really try to take a chartered flight at least once a year. 
um, to kind of get us ready for the playoffs, uh, that, that, that travel. But, uh, you know, so it kind of just depends on where we're going, whether we're taking charter buses or, or, or charter flights somewhere. Like Coach Johnson said, I mean, we travel first class. Everything we do is like first class. We're traveling. We are all comfortable on the bus, comfortable on the planes. Everything just all comes together. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we've interviewed a couple of people who are on these 14 hour bus rides. So I'm glad um, that you guys are not doing that We're to get anywhere. That. <laughs> um, and then another question with traveling you obviously are rooming with people if you're doing those flight trips up to whether it's Wisconsin or to the West Coast. Um, how many people are you having to shove in a room? Is that first class too, where you only have one roommate and you get your own bed? Yeah, we're, we're going to do things first class. There's two guys in the room with a couple queen beds. We're not going to ask, you know, grown men to just share a bed. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to do that. I've heard stories of other programs having three and four guys in a room, but uh, like I said, we're, we're going to treat our kids first class. So they're going to have a great experience. Is that the same way as it was when you were a player or was it? Absolutely. Um, awesome. Very good. Um, and then one last question on your travel situation. So you might have gone to some cool places during your time, either as a player, or as a coach. Have there been any um, like touristy experiences you guys have gotten to do? Maybe you got there a day early or couldn't get out right on time that you got to go explore a little bit? Not really. We, we try to keep it um, a business trip. You know, I, I do remember, though, one time we were playing, um, uh, I think the school's called Kane in, like, the New Jersey area. Um, so we kind of gave the guys a little bit of time to do um, some touristy New York stuff. But, man, we, we really try to keep it business-oriented and understand why, why, what we're there for. Um, now let's talk about your academics, the student part of student-athlete. Um, Duran, what is your major? My major is business management. Business management. And coach, what was your major when you were in school? Exercise sports science. Okay. So maybe not a lot of overlap between those two. Um, but I, in case maybe some of those generic or general classes you guys took, do you have any overlap and maybe professors that have been around UMHB a while or anything like that that you know of? I don't believe so. I, I, I never took any business classes when I was in school. I do know we do have several business professors that help us in recruiting that are awesome, that have been here for a while. And well, I've formed those relationships with them through there, but uh, you know, not a whole lot of overlap. Cause I, I didn't take any business classes. I wasn't smart enough to do that. <laughs> um, Duran, what, what's your favorite class so far that you've been there? So far, probably principles of economic, just cause I learned more about money. Oh, <laughs> always good to learn about. Um, and then now let's get to some story time. Um, can I hear, and coach, you'll start this one for me, the funniest or maybe craziest but appropriate story you have from your playing time? Oh, man. Trying to think of something appropriate, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. It was just... You know, I can remember some road trips where, you know, we're going out. I remember one road trip. We're out at, at Sul Ross, which is a while away. And and we go to a high school football game out there that Friday night. And just, you know, that that whole scene of, you know, Texas Friday night football. It is what you think it is, um, especially out in West Texas. Um, so I, I just remember those memories of having fun and all that stuff. But, 
you know, nothing too crazy, nothing too out of the ordinary. And Duran? Uh, I had countless stories, but probably crazy story for me is probably my freshman year, national championship time. We fly to Ohio, whatever. We get to the hotel and just like me, like being a freshman, I'm like, okay, we got to be locked in. You know, this is the biggest game of the year. But just seeing the older guys, like being able to just play around and just have fun before like the time, like the calm before the storm. Very cool. Yeah, not a not a bad gig to get a national championship your first year. I do have a funny story about okay. Duran that I thought about it. So we were playing the week before. We are playing in the semifinals. We are playing at uh, Whitewater. And Duran, he was the backup linebacker at the time. And our starting linebacker got a penalty, got – uh, a, target, a targeting call and so he got ejected so I turned and I, I yell I said Hill you're up and he turned and his eyes were so big you know wide-eyed it was about the second quarter I think and he was just wide-eyed you know about to go in the game um, the, the targeting call ended up getting reversed and I didn't have to put him in at that moment but uh, it was funny just turning and seeing his eyes that he was about to go in the game though <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so those are kind of funnier stories, but do you have any just favorite memories? Um, I know you guys have obviously been through some really cool things, whether it's the inaugural season of the program or a national championship or probably a few national championships for you between coaching and playing. Um, so what are maybe a favorite memory? My favorite memory, when I was in 2004, <clears throat> when I was a, a graduate assistant here, you know, we made that playoff run to the national championship and we won four straight uh, playoff games on the road. You know, th those Friday trips with all the GAs, a bunch of guys that I played with and just young coaches getting started, making those bonds, those team bonds on the road, that four weeks in a row, um, really five weeks with counting the national championship. That was that was some of my favorite memories going up to Mount Union, beating those guys and Washington and Jefferson and Harden Simmons, Trinity. That that was that was just a great run that I'll always remember. Duran, what about you? Uh, my favorite memories, they're probably kind of combined. So the first time I was like, the first time we went to varsity, a little nervous, young guy, you know, still 18 at the time. It was just the the brotherhood that the older guys like brought me in, like Fritz, Hackett, Akeem. Mueller, like all those guys brought me in as one. And like they didn't care since I was a young guy. They was like, jump on ship. And also, like, going back to the national championship, just being there, like, holding the trophy. Like, when we first won, it didn't, it didn't feel real because I'm a freshman. And it was like, what, I'm holding this trophy? Like, is this actually real? But, like, just bringing it back to Texas, seeing all, like, the school and the fans, like, how much we meant to them. So it's probably my favorite memory. Before we get into the, the D3 questions, Coach, Talk to me a little bit about the inaugural season, just what that maybe was like being the first football team there at Mary Harden-Baylor and maybe what that means to you to have been a part of that. Yeah, it means a lot to be a part of it from where we started to where we are now. But um, that, that year, it was, man, it was a whirlwind. You know, I just can't imagine, you know, I'm as a coach, all those young guys, you know, just a bunch of freshmen and a, a few sophomores trying to, to, nobody knew the way. Nobody knew, any, I mean, every day was a, was a, something new was happening. And I could just imagine those coaches and players, you know, just trying to figure it out. It, it was a, it was a whirlwind. It hit you fast. Um, so it, it was a, a learning experience for sure. 
are there any lessons or anything maybe from that that you now now being a coach and on the other side of things that you talk up to your teammate or your players about? I don't know so much lessons, but just you know, like I said, where where we're at now to where we started, I think these guys are very fortunate, um, and just having that proper respect and understanding of what the guys before you went through and where where you're at now to kind of there's a standard that that's there's a foundation that's been laid. There's a standard that's set and the expectations that are on these guys' shoulders now to, to live up to those is, is big. And our alumni association, you know, are around all the time and, you know, they expect great, great things from these guys. That's great. So now to wrap things up a little bit. Um, so first you, you guys are both D3 student athletes. Can you talk about maybe what it means to be or to have been a D3 student athlete? I know, you know, sometimes the majors, you have a little more time for your classwork or your professors are coming to your games or you're involved in other clubs or organizations on campus. What has that meant to you for your your college experience? And Duran, you can start this one. Uh, I mean, D3 has been amazing for me. Like As far as the student athlete part, my professors, all my professors come to my game. They always shoot me an email or a text, but like, great game. Just seeing them, like, knowing, like, they love me past just the classroom and seeing them in the stands or seeing them after the game, that means a lot to me, especially with the small class sizes. They really get to know you as a person, just outside of UMHB as a whole. And, Coach, what about you? Yeah, same thing. I can remember as a player, um, you get to class on Monday morning and the professor's talking about the game on Saturday and – Man, they were there, and their 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 husband and wives and their whole family kids were there rooting you on, and like you said, being on the field after the game, taking pictures, and just kind of mingling with your professor outside of that classroom environment is, you know, the first time that happens. It's like it's like seeing a professor in a grocery store. It's kind of weird seeing them there, and then, you know, seeing them, you know, get to know them as, as a person, get to know their family. It's 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 pretty cool. That's great. And who doesn't love football on the weekend in Texas? Right. <laughs> uh, last question I have for you both. And we talked about this a little before we started recording, but this is the 50th anniversary of Division Three, and that's kind of the, the basis for this podcast. Um, so we've been around for 50 years. We've seen some really good things. But what do you hope or what do you think you see for the future of Division Three? And Coach, you can start this one out. Uh, my big hope is um, just continue from the NCAA, just to continue to, to provide resources for the for these guys to be successful, because um, they're putting in the same amount of time, the same amount of work that any other division from Division One on down are putting in. Um, so just having those resources and you know making their experiences just as special as anybody else's that you might see on ESPN every Saturday. And Duran. Uh, kind of hitting where Coach John said, just like resources. I feel like a lot of guys who come play D3 can make it somewhere past just the college level. It's like resources as far as making it to the league or any league, just playing anywhere, just past Division Three. Yeah, and from when I started in 99, like I said, D3's been around for 50 years, but the past 25 years I've been involved, um, the level of talent from 98 to, to now is so much greater. Um, these, these kids chose to play division three it's not it's not necessarily they had to play division three they chose to play division three um and most of the kids on our team that are on our varsity had other options higher level um but they found a school in umhb that they loved 
from a football point of view, from an academic point of view, location, facilities, tradition, all that stuff. And they, they chose division three. And uh, like I said, for our institution, the NCAA as a whole, to keep providing those resources so, so those kids can make great decisions that are beyond football, that are beyond athletics. They chose Division Three. That's a perfect way to close this podcast out. Thank you to both again for joining me. I have had it's been a great conversation. I've loved hearing your stories, and I wish you all the best of luck and um, a few more tackles for loss over there, Duran. Maybe get yes, more a couple sacks. Um, yeah. I'll be I'll be watching this season. So congratulations and best of luck this year, guys. Thank you. Thank you. To everyone listening, thanks for tuning into this episode of Small Talk. We post new episodes every Thursday. To follow along with everything Division Three, you can find us on social media at NCAAD3 or NCAADIII. Make sure to join the conversation with us all year long by using the hashtag DIII50. Have a great day and we'll see you for some more small talk next week.